and welcome to the Whatcom Dads podcast, the local podcast for moms and dads where we share our parenting experiences and local kid-friendly recommendations. I'm Chris Roselli. I'm Nathan Dwyer. And I'm Mark Bagley. This week, we interview Todd Ellsworth, the Executive Director of Recreation Northwest, a local nonprofit, and on Whatcom Dads Recommend, we discuss our favorite places in Whatcom County for a picnic. Chris, welcome back. Uh, thanks so much. It's so good to see you guys. I uh, Thanks so much to Eric for stepping in. It uh, was one of those things where I needed to step in as a dad and uh, put my priorities there. So uh, I miss seeing you guys, but uh, but thanks, Eric, for filling in. Living what you preach. That's what we like to see here. Yeah. Sometimes it's not as fun. I'd rather be drinking bourbon sometimes. Yeah, but in the long run, you made the right call. Yeah, that is a good point. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I had one more thing that I thought of when I listened back in our topic about team parenting, and we sort of neglected to indicate that some people don't have the luxury of having a team to parent. There are certainly yeah. many, many single parents out there, and it sort of got me thinking, well, maybe the team concept there just expands to whoever else is involved in the parenting. It could be the grandparents, it could be an aunt, uncle, it could be the teacher, it could be the daycare. So I think all of those same principles do apply, but uh, we do recognize that not everyone has the luxury of having a mom or dad or a two-parent household. Yeah, yeah. That's a really great point. And it's – my appreciation of Amy couldn't be more clear when the kids were little, when they were babies, and you're just done. And you, and they – Hand them off. Hand them off, and you can just be done. And, and when we recognize all the time that we were so grateful that we were able to hand – off a baby that single parents don't get that luxury. Well, and you think about what we've been through the last 15 months with COVID, and if people are stuck at home and their kids are stuck at home, and you're doing this by yourself, yeah, I, I can't even imagine. I so single kudos, parents, angels, kudos to those parents who've been able to do that. Yeah, I would not have been able to. Before we move on, we had a nice afternoon event today in our backyard. We released some temporary pets we'd had into the wild. Ooh, what were they? That's what I'm wanting you to guess. Alligators. Butterflies. Butterflies it is, yes. <laughs> I was way off. <laughs> you weren't even close. <laughs> I'm going to put a link in the show notes to this really cool butterfly kit that my wife bought. And you basically get a tub of caterpillars in the mail, and they come with their own food and stuff. And then after about a week, they turn into the chrysalises or chrysalis, mm -hmm. not sure which is uh, the appropriate way to say the plural there. And then you remove them from that bucket and you put them in this mesh habitat. And then another week or so goes by and they hatch. And then you throw some watermelon in the bottom of the habitat. And then a few days later, you release them to the wild. So everything went well. There was one butterfly with some crooked wings. I'm not sure that one was going to make it. But of the 10 caterpillars, I think we had eight butterflies set free in our backyard today and hopefully there weren't any uh, crows nearby to quickly <laughs> take care of those guys but we uh we had a lot of fun the kids sort of had a science project the last couple of weeks so i'll put a link in the show notes to that i think it was a worthwhile sort of sciencey project that the whole family can get behind yeah we did that when the kids were little and uh we had one butterfly released so to get eight nathan is unbelievable yeah 80 percent. i think it's pretty good that's excellent yeah we had 10 percent. we were fired up about that and I think we saw that butterfly like a week later, and the kids were so excited because they knew that was the butterfly that had come back after a week. I to, bet. to visit. 
just to visit, just to say hi. So, so this, uh, this weekend, um, we kind of went crazy with the no mask mandate by the state of Washington. And it was, uh, kind of like the Prince song party. Like it's 1999. It was party. Like it's 2019. <laughs> we had a gathering with our neighbors outside. Of course, we had a outside dinner with, uh, my daughter and her boyfriend and his parents. Whoa. Was this uh, like the first meeting? The meeting of the family. This was Whoa. meet the parents. This was meet the parents. Two weeks before <laughs> the kids drive to Boston, it was they thought it was a good idea to get the parents together to make sure that uh, everything was fine. There were hugs at the end of dinner, which I think was a good That's sign. A good sign. Wow. You're not a huggy guy, so oh, well, yeah, I, I, it was handshakes for me. <laughs> and then today we had neighbors whose uh, son had a, uh, a religious celebration, and we were outside and just kind of had a big gathering there. So all three days of the weekend, we were kind of getting together. How fun! And the weather was perfect. The weather was perfect. And uh, Chris, you told me a little bit something about the Roaring Twenties. Yeah. Somebody had made a great point that said, you know, 100 years ago, when we had our last pandemic, what followed was the Roaring Twenties. You know, all those folks quarantined and all of a sudden you had this huge party to follow. So I wonder if we will have the Roaring Twenties of the 2000s. We if, sure might. Just like you did for the last three days. If I could go back in time, I'd go back to the 20s. Really? I would love to do the Roaring Twenties. See, I go back to the 50s. Really? The cars in the 50s were amazing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Kind of rock and roll getting going. Yeah. I don't know. For me, car hop kind of thing. Yeah, go, that's yeah. kind of like, that'd be kind of my jam. I thought you lived in the 50s. <laughs> you didn't? No. <laughs> I'm an old soul, Chris, but just not that old. I think you were both with me on a trip to Dallas, and we visited the spot where JFK was assassinated. Yeah. And I turned to Mark and I said, "How old were you when he was assassinated?" <laughs> and he said, uh, "I wasn't born yet. I wasn't born yet." So yeah, he's not as old as we think he is. I just act a lot older than I actually am. You're mature. So mature. mature yes. Your life can change in an instant. Car accidents impact all aspects of your life and lead to pain and suffering, medical bills, and time missed from work. Robinson & Cole, attorneys in Bellingham, can help. They have represented thousands of clients since 1979. They also handle other types of injury claims, including workers' compensation. Consultations are always free and are available in Spanish. Robinson & Cole, when you need us, we will be here. All right, so this week on the Whatcom Dads podcast, we are very pleased to have with us Todd Ellsworth. Uh, Todd is the Executive Director of Recreation Northwest here in Whatcom County. And as the days get longer and the sun shines bright and people start heading outside, we thought it'd be great to have a, an outside expert join us today to talk about great activities in Whatcom County. Todd, thanks for uh, being with us on the Whatcom Dads podcast. Thanks, Mark, and good to see you, Mr. Roselli. Great to see you too, bud. Yeah. So, Todd, to get us started, tell us a little bit about Recreation Northwest and what your organization does and how long you've been around. Great. Thank you. Well, we started Recreation Northwest eight years ago, and it's built on the foundation of a multi-sport race, the Bellingham Traverse, that I created almost a decade and a half before. 
in our early years, we were really focused on racing, whether it was the Bellingham Traverse or other traverses we were hosting around the state at the time. We also were supporting the Quest Adventure Race series and Adventure Race team. All these events still exist and they have been passed on to other owners uh, and better stewards of the events. We as an organization have evolved over the years. One of our main ongoing projects is the stewardship of Fairhaven Park where we put in a trail and a wetland boardwalk to provide better access for the public into the trails adjacent to Fairhaven Park that connect really to the Chuckanuts, Woodstock Farm and all the way to Larrabee State Park. We used to be involved in economic advocacy for the outdoor recreation industry. We started on a local scale, publishing studies for the impacts that recreation has on our economy. And that grew to be a statewide scope. And then unfortunately with COVID that and other large events that we used to put on like the Recreation Northwest Expo and our Outdoor Recreation Summit, those all came to a halt. So now we're in a pivoting situation where we're looking at our positive assets, which is really our stewardship of Fairhaven Park and our Park Scriptions program, where we've been working with local healthcare providers over the years to prescribe outdoor time and activity for people to really get out and enjoy the mental and physical benefits that nature holds for us. And so now we're in a position of shifting and about to launch uh, our new website with our new offerings and be able to take people out in small groups uh, outside in Bellingham and expanding into Whatcom County as we get into next year. So Todd, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, you know, what brought you to Whatcom County when you came here? A little bit about your family. Uh, my understanding, of course, is that you are a Whatcom dad yourself. Uh, fill us in a little bit about yourself. I am. One of my claims to fame is I get to say that I've lived in Bellingham on and off every decade since the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very nice. Yeah. You don't look as old as Mark, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my parents were our Western graduates, go Vikings. Whoop, whoop. Yep. And so my dad was actually drafted and went down and served his time in basic. My mom taught on base and they came back here. My dad was finishing his school training and I was born here in Bellingham and the first little house I lived in was across the firehouse from on 14th and Harris. So uh, grew up in Kirkland, came back to Western 87 to 92, left for 10 years, came back and uh, my daughter Violet's 13 and she goes to Walker Middle School and she's my little outdoor adventure buddy. Awesome. What would you recommend for other Wacom dads and moms out there um, who are trying to find uh, resources for good outdoor activities to explore in Wacom County? Well, let's start with our foundation here in town. Uh, our headquarters are in Bellingham, and, and that's where we live. Um, I work really closely with the Bellingham Parks Department, and they put out what used to be called the Leisure Guide. It's now referred to as the playbook, very beautiful design. Uh, this is an excellent resource for activities in and around Bellingham, predominantly put on by city parks, but also other contractors and specialists uh, to be able to outline different activities 
and even by age range is how they've broken it up in, in the publication. Uh, and so that's great for locally in Bellingham. And then more on a county level, there's a website, whatcomkidinsider.com. And they do a great job of outlining di different activities, uh, both indoors and outdoors. And, and they really do a nice job of putting that together and keeping it updated um, with advertisers and also events and activities really focused on families and, and for kids, uh, both the playbook and the insider website. Right on. I had never heard of that before. I'll have to check it out. Yep. Um, and then as most of you know, I'm excellent at self-promotion. So uh, the, the other piece of this is also Bellingham.org, which is our Bellingham Whatcom County tourism agency. Uh, I used to be one of their inside bloggers and I wrote stories for many, many years to really give families good beginner and intermediate introductory ideas for different things to do out and around our county. Uh, my daughter's now almost 13. And so it's fun looking back at those stories and, and seeing a, how she's grown, but also looking back at those memories uh, all in and around Whatcom County. So along that vein, could you give us maybe your favorite activity for an elementary school-aged kid in Whatcom County that takes uh, that takes place in our beautiful uh, locale we have here, and then maybe bump it up to middle school and then maybe high school? Well, I, there's I like to break it up into a couple different activities. Really, uh, the easiest is let's just start with our feet and walking or hiking. There's so many local parks and playgrounds just to go out and explore in your neighborhood or even adjacent towns. There's really cool playgrounds if you go search and find, find them, you know, even the Million Smiles up in Linden. That's one of my favorite playgrounds as an adult to run around. Um, <laughs> it is. It's cool. Just uh, make sure you have your kids with you. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, but then our, you know, so many of our, not just in the city, but around, there's so many trails, whether it's through the woods or even a nice beach walk. I think that's a great, very affordable, approachable way for everyone to get outside is by foot. My favorite way to travel on land when there's not snow is on a bike. Um, and we have excellent cycling opportunities here, whether it's road biking on or on uh, or gravel riding, not gravel grinding, but we have so many greenways here through Bellingham, whether you live in town or you're out of town, it's a great way to get off road and be in a safe environment to take your kids out uh, and really a nice place for them even to learn. And then advancing in biking, then we get in the dirt and that's where a lot of people have the perception that mountain biking is crazy and dangerous and everything trail is really hard. The Whatcom Mountain Bike Coalition, which are our local steward organization, they do an excellent job of making a whole degree of trails that, that anyone with relative physical ability and skill and balance could get out and, and ride and really enjoy being out riding bikes. Uh, the other thing that's cropping up on bikes are pump tracks. They're popping up like mushrooms. And if you haven't ridden one, you're missing out. Uh, it's a real workout. I guarantee if you do a couple laps, you'll be out of breath before you know it. Um, but it's also really fun. 
There's a large pump track down on the waterfront. There's one at Whatcom Falls Park. There's a paved one in Cordata Park. There's one in Glacier. There's one in Linden. They're going up everywhere around the county. It's just a great way to be in one place with your family and really give your kids those good bike skills that are transferable to mountain biking. Yeah, those pump tracks were really popular with my kids uh, during COVID. We could get outside and I appreciate that suggestion. That's a good one. Yep. yep. And then uh, now that we're getting into the summer months and, and the, the sun is out, the water is also a great place to recreate, uh, whether it's on a lake, on a river, or in our bay. Uh, we as an organization worked last year with Port of Bellingham and tourism to create a Whatcom Water Trail map to show people where they can have access to our public beaches all along Whatcom County shorelines. Uh, we started with the saltwater and we'll eventually evolve that project to more freshwater put-ins, but there's no shortage of opportunity to get out in the water and play and have fun. Community Boating Center in Fairhaven, you can take clinics if you're not familiar with the water and get the skills you need. You can rent boats there, small sailboats, kayaks, stand-up paddle boards. It's a great location, nice and safe, tucked in to the, to the bay there. Um, and then also just throughout the county, look up to Silver Lake. There's paddle boards and canoes and, and just a whole different setting being up on a lake. Um, and then even further in Whatcom County, so many people forget that far eastern Whatcom County is Diablo Lake and Ross Lake. Um, I'm heading there in a couple days for some wilderness first aid training and we're bringing stand-up paddle boards so we can go paddle the lakes and, and go check out the cool fjords that are up there. It's, it's a magical place uh, like so many places we have in around Whatcom County. Well, Todd, our show note list might become the most expansive of all our episodes. I'll try and put a link to, to each of those in there. Those are some great recommendations and listeners go ahead and check the show notes for links. So Todd, you talked a little bit about some uh, um, small group activities that your organization will be leading this summer. Tell us a little bit more about those and if there are other organizations who are kind of getting post-COVID uh, um, positive and you know getting out there and, and taking people outside. Yeah. So our, our story and how we're shifting into this essentially new business for us, we were planning on creating programming through our prescriptions program to get people outside comfortably and really enjoy and connect with nature. <clears throat> and since everything else we used to do went away, we wanted to fill that gap. And so now what we have to offer is uh, our main core three staff or myself, Elizabeth Nelson, who used to work at the Community Health Foundation, and then Pat Kennedy, who used to be at Bellingham REI. We're gonna be the three lead instructors and we're gonna be doing outdoor recreation and nature education in the way of clinics and park tours, really being able to, to give people the, we kind of refer to it in the academic sense of 101, 201 skills and experiences. So people, we're trying to remove the barriers for people that haven't quite been outside or they're looking to try a new thing and, and trying to, to spur their interest and excitement in, in being outdoors. And so we are focusing with the city of Bellingham on activating Woodstock Farm, which is just south on Chuckanut Drive. It's, it's a park property. It's a public park property that many people think is a private location. 
most people have been to weddings there and that's what they know about it. And so we really have the opportunity through a, a solid sustainable transportation plan to get people out there. We're going to have a downtown adventure shuttle leaving from our office. We're just across the street from the co-op uh, and shuttling people out there to have these nature immersion experiences or learn recreation skills from Pat, our main instructor, or other instructors from the, that we enlist from the community, uh, learning things like bike maintenance skills, how to cook in the backcountry, simple first aid, navigation, really a lot of the core skills that uh, so many of us learned when we were young through scouting and different pieces like that, that really we see an opportunity that that's gone away. And so we're trying to fill really the need that we see our outdoor community has. Um, we'll also be leading hikes and bike trips out there and back and really just finding ways to connect Fairhaven Park downtown and Woodstock Farm and the whole corridor along the way. That's great. And it sounds like, Todd, that's for kids of all ages. I mean, from two to 82, right? Uh, it will be depending on their skill level and their parents' comfort with having them outside and just the duration and, and what the activity looks like. So in my mind, Todd, you are really one of the region's top outdoor activities experts that we've got, and we're very fortunate to have you in our own community. And so you mentioned the City of Valley Park's uh, playbook that they have. Uh, if you were to give us Todd's playbook, your favorite uh, place to be on your feet, your favorite place to be on your bike, and your favorite place to be on the water, what would those three places be? Favorite place to be on my bike here is up at Galbraith, the, the trails. You can get everything you want in a day. Uh, and it's, it's just amazing what they've done. Uh, I cannot thank them, uh, Whatcom Mountain Bike Coalition, enough for all the care and attention uh, that they put in there to, to really make it navigable and manageable. Uh, so that's biking. On foot, the Chuckanuts, especially as we work more towards connecting Fairhaven Park and Woodstock, uh, really just exploring the basin in and around Arroyo, uh, especially in, in the fall, that's where the salmon come up. It's really nice and close to town and just such a great natural setting. And then on the water, the bay, uh, for me, I like to actually go out into the islands and island hop. Um, I'm an experienced paddler with decades of training and ongoing skill improvement. And so uh, it's not something that I take lightly. The, the water, all of our environments have their own dangers, but especially the water, really make sure you know what you're doing and pay attention to the weather and, and the right gear before you, you head out. And, and with that said, uh, I do also wanna recognize that even while I am not a fisherman or a hunter, that we also do have great opportunities for the sportsmen uh, and women in us all that uh, enjoy those types of experiences. Um, we're also very lucky to, to have those opportunities as well. Right on. Todd, as, as people listen to your suggestions and, and think about getting outside, you talk about boating and kayaking and mountain biking and um, hiking, and maybe people's mind goes to having to buy all the most expensive gear and, and, and be well outfitted. And that can be a barrier to some folks to, to maybe getting outside. Do you have to have all the 
best, greatest stuff or are there ways to rent or to kind of go on the, on the more bargain way to be able to get outside and enjoy this without breaking the bank? Yep. No, I appreciate that, Mark. You don't need the fanciest. You don't need the best as long as you just follow some simple rules. Uh, like I taught my daughter since she was a little one, stay dry, stay warm, you know, and that, and that's more seasonally. Uh, a lot of it is just having good sense and making sure that you have the layers to be able to accommodate weather that comes our way and, and having just a good raincoat, even an umbrella. I know that kind of in the past, that wasn't the cool thing to have, but I've become a huge fan of umbrellas because they're also nice sun umbrellas and you can bring them to the beach and even just a little, um, like a golf umbrella is really helpful just to stay dry. Um, shoe wear, footwear, you know, those, that's probably your best investment is a nice pair of shoes, but you deserve to do that anyways. Um, and I know that <clears throat> there are some, a lot of used clothing places around. I'll, I'll give a downtown pitch to Backcountry Essentials. Uh, their upstairs is all used gear. It's where I essentially outfit myself um, for my adventures and really for my everyday living pretty much. Um, and there's gear up there. And so, and then there's also a lot of great, really small, you know, local places, Jaegers, we have REI. And the nice thing about that is that there's also those experts there to help you choose really what you need and, and not get overwhelmed and, and have the expert opinion uh, there in the store. So Todd, if people want to find out more about Recreation Northwest or uh, donate or volunteer, what's the best way to reach out to you and your organization? Uh, go to recreationnorthwest.org and you can find our contact information. You can always give me a call. My number's front and center. My email address is Todd at Recreation Northwest. So have any questions? It's, uh, it's interesting the inquiries I get locally and uh, even from around the country, there's a, uh, a guy my age and his old, his older father coming from out of state to hike Mount Baker. And they came across some of my articles and called for some advice. And, and it's just fun to see uh, who's interested in doing what and really the variety uh, that we have here. Well, thanks for doing that. Thanks for being a resource in the community. My pleasure. Yeah, Todd, thank you so much for your time. Thanks so much for you, everything you do for our community. We're really fortunate to have uh, you as a resource. Um, really grateful for you. So thanks so much. Thank you, guys. It's my pleasure. Thanks, Todd. Thank yep. you. All right, for Whatcom Dads Recommend this week, we are choosing our favorite picnic spots. Today would have been a great day beautiful out there. So uh, let's each take a couple rounds and give a spot where we either have or would like to take our families for a picnic. So I would say that uh, the first one that came to mind would be a great spot for a summer picnic would be Artist Point. Oh man, yes. Up at Mount Baker. Great idea. Once the road is cleared, get up there and the wildflowers are blooming and it's just a wonderful, amazing place to spend a beautiful afternoon. Isn't there a Bagley Lake there? There is a Bagley Lake. Thanks for uh, th thanks for the shout out to my uh, ancestors. Interesting. They're not really my ancestors. <laughs> they probably pronounced it something different. Yeah, Bagley. What about you, Chris? 
Uh, Zwanich Point Park. Ah, that was one of mine. Oh, yeah! <laughs> i got to go to my back. <clears throat> it's awesome because you've got this amazing view of the bay. Uh, there's a couple spots where kids can go on down towards the water and throw some rocks in the water and things, and they've got the playground there, but it's just such a, a great park right out in the middle of the bay like that. It's just awesome. Uh, I'm going to go then with the Elizabeth Park. Nice. Uh, that was a special place to our family as that's where I proposed to my wife. And so wow. we've taken the kids back there. And in the summer without COVID, they have music on, I think, Wednesday or Thursday nights Thursdays, with yep. bands out there. And so we've tried to take advantage of that. But just a nice walkable park close to downtown. So my second is kind of along the lines of Zuwanich, but it's a little bit further north. And I'd say the Semiamu Spit. Oh, a little bit of a drive if you live in Bellingham, but my gosh, you get up there and uh, you're on, I mean, you're literally the edge of Washington because right mm-hmm. across the, the water is White Rock and it's an amazing place to skip rocks and walk along the shoreline and see a lot of uh, birds and seabirds. Yeah. Sea, it's, it's a great place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one spot is this great hidden beach that is uh, uh, off the trail by the GP Lagoon. Um so it's just to the west, northwest of the lagoon, and it's a sandy beach, and you can go set up right on the sand, and uh, it's uh, it's it's this funny little spot, but it's just this beautiful place to actually find a sandy beach hmm. in Bellingham. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we've gone there, and uh, it's it's just a really sort of secluded, nice little spot. That's where we go. So sorry, listeners, if you don't know exactly. I'm talking. Will the directions be in the show notes? Yeah, we'll put the GPS coordinates in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. But the problem is, Chris, it's a secluded, not very busy beach until well, our listeners hear about it, and then they're all and it's everybody's going to spot. You know, I'll suggest another place. Then we actually were there today. I took the girls to play disc golf today, and we each had treats with us. And uh, so it was a moving picnic at Cornwall Park, which Cornwall is such a spectacular park with pickleball and tennis courts and horseshoe pits and shelters and picnic tables and tons of grass and shade. And of course the disc golf course, it's just the coolest park. Mm-hmm. It's kind of underrated. I was just going to say that. Yeah. I, I feel like I'd ne- I always think of Walkham Falls Park or any of the waterfront parks, mm-hmm. but yeah, before I think of Cornwall Park, it is underrated. Yeah, I think. It's it really a great is. Park. I'm going to go a little further south from your secret lagoon and end up at Boulevard Park. Mm-hmm. Um, any evening there in the summer, you're going to fight for a parking spot, but there's going to be tons of families out there. There's barbecues out there, um, you know, just plenty to do, and the views are pretty stunning. So, and you can walk down Taylor Dock, you could get all the way to Fairhaven if you're ambitious. So, it's a good mix of places. So, mm-hmm. folks, you've got about six weeks to rotate through those six or seven spots if you can find the hidden Chris Roselli picnic spot. <laughs> to our guest Todd Ellsworth there's a link to our show notes to the Recreation Northwest website and as always thanks to our sponsor Robinson and Cole Attorneys you can reach the show through our Facebook page or our email address Podcast at gmail.com we welcome your feedback and suggestions and remember to rate and subscribe our podcast in your favorite podcast app and next week We discuss gender stereotypes, both in parenting and with kids. And a walk of dad recommend, we give out some ideas for Father's Day gifts. We hope you'll join us.
Hey guys, do you know how astronomers organize a party? I have no idea. Well, they plan it. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a job at the bank, but I lost it on my first day. A customer asked me to check his balance, so I pushed him over. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about the poor sailor? He could not learn the alphabet. Oh, no, what did he do? He was lost at sea. <laughs>